0: Today's episode is brought to you by Fretboard Biology, the comprehensive online guitar course put together by Joe Elliott. Now, Joe is not only a fantastic guitar player, he draws on his years of experience as the ex-head of guitar at the Guitar Institute of Technology and also at the McNally Smith Music College. Here's a few words from Joe about the course. You're tired of waiting through hundreds of
1: random guitar videos and just want to become a better player. Fretboard Biology is your answer. Fretboard Biology is a self-paced, college-level program that will give you the right instruction, in the right amounts, and in the right order. You'll learn the same information I taught to thousands of other guitar players over 30 years of teaching in top music colleges. If you want to make real progress with your guitar playing, then sign up for a free 7-day trial at fretboardbiology.com.
0: Hi there, you're listening to the Guitar Speak Podcast. My name's Matt Wakeling, and this is the show that I produce in Sydney, Australia. We do the interview series, been running since 2016, and for the last, I don't know, fellas, we're almost up to two years, I think, of the uh, iconic series. Good times. I'm joined by my friends, Rob Rhodes. Hello, everybody. And Gabor Jessica. Yellow! Hello. Hello. So fellas, we started this iconic thing. It would have um I think it was like around June 2021. Really? Wow, it's
2: think been a of, while, hasn't it?
1: Wow, it's been a, a, a while. What's two years? Cardboard? Is that our cardboard <laughs> yeah, <it's cardboard> anniversary?
0: <laughs> nah,
2: okay.
1: Expect expect a little something in the back.
2: I'll, I'll send you guys an empty box. <laughs> <laughs> Put some pedals and, uh, in it. Put some pedals in it. <laughs> He's got the box. <laughs> got the he box. hasn't got the pedals. No. Oh, no. no. Don't He's go off too early box. on I that sent, stuff. I sent Rob and Matt the boxes. Sorry. <laughs> Triggered. Triggered. Gabor sent,
1: hey, so... a, Gabor sent me a bad monkey just about a month ago, so I got it nice and early. before. No uh, way. Before but it was, was an actual animal, though.
2: Not not the pedal. <laughs> okay. It was an actual
0: bad animal. It was also yeah. an actual <laughs> monkey. <laughs> So, the Iconic series, it started um, because, Ro- actually, Rob introduced Gabor and I and himself through some of your lockdown stuff. Hey, Rob, the musician's in. Yeah, and, I mean, um, absolutely. Yeah, which was an awesome series. So, we've been uh, meeting. So, we started off doing Iconic albums and we've just kind of spun off into all these fun different guitar avenues. So, good mm. times. Today, we're trying something a little bit different. It's a uh, it's a guitar news current affairs, maybe some current issues. The hard <laughs> truth. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We're hitting the big issues. It's uh, cool, not cool, or I don't care. So, here's how it works. Is that we've got a number of uh, stuff that's happened recently in Guitar Land. Uh, we find out what people think. Do we think it's something that's cool? If it's not cool, we're not into it, or we just don't care. We're not, we're not engaging with it. Uh, we've surveyed the, the studio audience as well, so I'll Bring up some stats oh. as, as we go along, all right, guys. Before we get into cool, not cool, I don't care, what's happening with you fellas? There's some new exciting things going on in your musical worlds. Rob, tell me about the 80s show,
1: yeah. So, after seven years of um, you know, building the profile of living in the 70s, we uh, we were faced with one of our band members wanting some time off. Who wants that? Come on,
2: <laughs> lame anyway.
1: Anyway, so we decided to utilize the time off that he's having, which is one weekend on, off a month, and launched Living in the Eighties. Cool, man. So, um, yeah, it's uh, we're just chasing chasing a slightly younger demographic um, around about our vintage, you know, about ten years and, younger um, or so. <laughs> even though we love our Living in the Seventies crowd and crew, um, yeah. So that's that's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of effort and. Work and learning songs and um, new personalities.
2: Do do, do you do any Huey Lewis?
1: We do. Yes. Which is (laughs) as you can, if people do have the magic glasses, they can see that all three of us, it's hip to be square. We're all wearing glasses, and uh, of course. So yeah, Huey Lewis in in there. There's a bit of everything. There's um, some synth pop. There's some Aussie pub rock. There's um, yeah, there's a bit of everything. It's a lot of fun. Uh, it's a that's lot great, more singing man. than I do in the '70s show. Okay, uh, but that's all right. Uh, I like singing.
0: Nice man, that's awesome. That's so cool. Yeah, it's
1: good. We're about six good gigs in and four rehearsals. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs
2: rehearsals right. when you play gigs?
1: That's all right. That's the
0: right. Uh, yeah. That's the right ratio. You'll fix that ratio too. That'll that'll be a hundred <laughs> gigs, four rehearsals.
1: Yeah, by the end of the year for sure.
0: Nice one. Hey Gabor, someone nice at Past Effects made your pedal. Yes, yes. Well, How uh,
2: cool. I, I mean, if 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 we do shameless uh, self promotion here, uh, I sure, will be. Why not? I, I have no shame, so I'll, <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, uh, Verley from Past Effects, uh, who are based um, up here in Queensland, in in well in Brisbane, Queensland, where I'm I'm just north of there in the Sunshine Coast, and. Um, uh, she approached me. I don't know, mid last year or so, and because uh, she knows that I'm, a, she's a massive pedal collector. She's uh-huh. m- crazy pedal collector, like uh, your level. No, way beyond. Really? <laughs> I'm, I'm way, way beyond me. Uh, respect all vintage, really. Respect. Yeah, I know, all vintage, really cool stuff. And okay. uh, she, but she knows that I'm really into DOD, and we were sort of chatting about DOD stuff, and um, she said, "Are there any DOD pedals you th- you think that may?" be fun to redo right to bring back that are not being done because i mean the whole thing with her she doesn't want to do stuff that's currently being done she wants to do stuff that's not really available in that version anymore so a lot of the past effect stuff is pedals that maybe the same company makes a pedal now but it's completely different components sounds different to what it used to sound like back then anyway so she asked me about that and um there were a few different ones that I was thinking of, but we settled on one, which are, it, it's a really, really cool pedal. It's the, the DoD Punkifier. So it uh-huh. makes things punky, even though it's not punk at all, really, in my opinion. It's more of a sort of a noise thing, but it's called the Punkifier. And so we together kind of developed the Punky fryer. Um uh-huh. If you have your special glasses, you can see it now. Or if you go to my yeah, YouTube channel, you can watch a couple of videos about it. Um, the videos so, are good. Oh, thank yeah. you.
1: Thank you. Very good.
2: Uh, so, I mean, a Punkify basically is a um, – the, the cool thing about it is you have a really wild, out-of-control fuzz that you can't control at all. It's just on loud, full gain, can't control it whatsoever. And then you have an overdrive distortion side that you can control. And then you have a knob that blends between the overdrive side and a super crazy fuzz side. Nice. Um, and you can kind of go between the two and and you can get some really interesting – because it gets really interesting when you turn overdrive right down to being kind of clean and then have this massive huge fuzz in the back of over-hyper-compressed fuzz that kind of blooms in the background of your clean sound and stuff like that. So it's a really quirky pedal um, that um, was also used by someone we may or may not be talking about – in uh, one of these iconic episodes coming up or past, not quite sure, <laughs> either it's already been or will happen, um, uh, Graham Coxon from Blur used the, the original oh, Punk yeah. of Fire and um, yeah, so it's 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 a cool pedal and... and there was a very okay. limited run with with our kind of logo on it, with the Super Fun Awesome Happy yeah, logo cool. on it, which they're all gone now. Uh, but sold out. They're awesome. sold out. But the uh, verlies you can buy them now without our logo on it uh, from the Past Effects um,
0: website. Very cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. The video sounded awesome, man. Congratulations. Oh, That's thank really you. Cool.
2: Thank you. Yeah, it's fun, it's and, and awesome. hopefully
0: maybe um,
2: there'll be some more. Maybe coming that that where I. Collaborate with Verly, and we do some interesting stuff. Yeah, Uh, nice.
1: And what have you been up to, Matt? Yeah, Matt.
0: I have been playing my guitar. I've been gigging every weekend, pretty much. And then, you know, my day job, music teaching, music stuff. Doing Um, doing
1: podcasts, cross-pollinations. Cross-pollinations. With the super... Fun, awesome, happy time pedal show.
0: Yes, yes. I had uh, hey Bor and Alex on. That was really fun. Yeah,
2: yeah. That, that was a great show. And we, we had this guy, Matt Wakeling, on, on our show, on our podcast. Yeah,
1: Got me oh, home. <laughs> both, of those ep- both of those episodes got me home, like the three-hour drive from the sunny coast to home a few weeks ago. Oh, man. So I sent you guys a message and said, thanks for helping me home.
2: It was yeah, it was, was funny nice. though because when we when we recorded that that was before the whole Bad Monkey stuff happened but we were talking about that big, Bad Monkey thing yeah. in it and
0: <laughs> it was timely it hey, was really it was the, the timing timely.
2: was just perfect yeah <laughs> yeah because yep. I knew it was going to um, happen because he was uh, he was you know you could see he was showing stuff and asking questions because on on Facebook there's there are a couple of DoD Digitech uh, groups uh a, a, okay. a lot of the guys that used to work for DoD and Digitech back in the day as a part oh, of the cool. group as well. And they sort of chime in. And he always asks, you know, when he does a video, he's going to do a video about DoD in about a couple of weeks, couple of months, because he asks all these questions, nice. um, Josh. And, and yeah, so um, I knew it was going to happen. And I had a bit of a whinge about it before it happened. And, and,
0: and yeah, so. in, Okay. Marshall reissues their 90s series of pedals. So the Governor, the Drive Master, the Shred Master, and, of course, the Blues Breaker you know, sort of classic wedge-shaped pedals. Um, Gabor, start with you. Cool or not cool, or you just don't care? Cool. Definitely
2: cool. Yeah. I have all four of them. uh, You can't... well, Of course you you, do. Not even with your special glasses, because it's off-screen, but uh, I have all four of them of the original ones. Uh, Marshall... didn't want to send me any of the new ones. So, <laughs> I mean, Marshall, if you're out there, send me not some. Not
1: cool, Marshall. Not cool. Okay, actually, I should not say cool not Marshall. cool then, yeah. <laughs> um,
2: no, I really like him. I was a fan. I've always been a fan of Marshall-style overdrives. I think um, I used to shred Master for a long, long time. That was my main distortion for a long time. Um yes. Yeah, I like it. I think it's really, really cool. Uh, I think it's great that they went to the trouble of redoing it in the same enclosure. Yeah. Uh, exactly the same um, internals. Um, as far as I know, they're identical, um, and I think that's great. I mean, they could have gone down a cheaper alternative of getting different enclosures of, uh, you know, having it made in China. Probably, actually, I don't even know if it is made in China. or If it's made UK, I don't know off the top of my head now. But uh, they could have gone down much cheaper alternative, yeah. but they didn't. They went for the custom-made enclosure. With uh, all Bissell- the wells, wells and whistles, bells and whistles, <laughs> wells and whistles,
0: wells and whistles. Shout out to Wells and
1: Whistles that are handling all of my um, my wills and estates at the moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Friends of the show. Uh, <laughs>
2: uh, fantastic solicitors, nice. there, oh, yeah. Wells and B- <laughs> Bells and whistles. Holy moly! Yeah, so I like right, it. Oh, cool. I'm going to shut up that's now. Cool. It's cool.
1: Cool from Gabort Nice, Rob. I think it's cool just to um just because now the original ones don't have all that mayorisms <sighs> attached to it, and you can just go and buy ah, yes. one for a decent price so just for the fact that those people accidentally held on to one when no one wanted them and, <laughs> <laughs> and and have just been you know driving the prices up, I think it's good that they did it. Um, I'm yeah. personally waiting for the mini series, but <laughs>
0: boo hiss hiss boo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just need some side mounted jacks. That's that's all I want for mine. My... Exactly. Um, <laughs> I think that's, I think it's cool as well. Yeah, classic pedals. People love them. Um, I'm kind of interested. They've reissued the Blues Breaker, and that's been a circuit that people have gone bonkers over. Yeah. In boutique land. Um, I mean, King of Tone. That's a Basically, blues breaker, yeah, modified blues breaker. Say, say no more. So, do, are people going to want a blues breaker without all the dip switches or the flippy dips or the doodars? Or are they going to just get the three, the three knob thing and think, hang on, this is cool. This, this does the thing. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, they are. Like the, the the
2: king of tone does have more gain and there's different options and stuff like that to it. But um, yeah, yeah I mean, but get a blues breaker and get a drive master and you basically have a king of tone <laughs> I mean, pretty yeah.
1: much takes yeah. up a bit of space on that pedal board though yeah it certainly but it's, does
2: but that's it looks cool i'm look, just looking at the pedals always that's why i'm looking over there i can see um yeah, they, lovingly they, they look cool big pedals are cool bring big
0: pedals back i say big pedals are fun the bigger the better um what what other pedals should be reissued fellas any any pedals you think should be reissued well, well, I'm just gonna just quickly
2: jump in there with one pedal that has been reissued, that should have been reissued for a long time, and now has been reissued that you can get uh, from the lovely people at Past Effects, <laughs> <laughs> <Woo-woo. laughs> which is a Punky Fryer, uh, which is a reissue of the Punky Fryer by Diddy. Well, I reckon, I'm hoping. So uh, uh, this is just a shameless plug, but. Um, uh, Tom Cram, who was the head of Digitech and back in the days, is back with Digitech now, being owned by yeah. Court. Yeah. And um, I'm hoping he's going to not just do – I'm hoping Court is going to let him go a bit, little bit crazy and let him do what he wants to do. Because he's a, he's a bit of a mad genius, Tom. Um, so um, some of the stuff he's done with Digitech, there's some really, really, really good stuff. He's, he's a smart, very smart man, very um, good at what he's doing. So I'm hoping they're going to maybe reissue a whole bunch of stuff but maybe reissue with extra benefits.
0: Okay, cool. And we're going to talk about DoD in a minute too, Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah cool, cool. But that's it. Yeah, I think the, more up. DoD stuff should get reissued. Nice. Rob?
1: I think we've got enough pedals. I couldn't think. Of, I can't think of anything that needs to be reissued that hasn't I can't been. Sensible um, so, years. guys, yeah.
2: um, it's I, like I've got to go. I've got to wash my hair. Sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there's there's ten of every type of pedal at least, That's bare true. minimum. It's true. You know, from Echo Plex preamp circuits to rat pedals to
2: not the Punky Fire. <laughs> no, well, <laughs> Or Punky Fry. Uh, there's only one of those.
1: That, that's cool. Uh, speaking of past <laughs> effects, I do love that they've done like an MXR style phalanger. Yeah, um, but maybe they could do that as a nine volt. And that's the only thing. Like eighteen, 18 yeah, volt. It is eighteen. It's kind of hard. Like I understand why they do it and why they have to do it, but um, yeah, I, I'm. I think Line Six has got everything covered. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty They're much. Just, or now, oh, I have speaking of which, that. Uh, Question without notice. The new amp capture technology is basically going to be really interesting. Headrush have just done it. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and there's
2: that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a free software that everyone goes on about called NAM NAM um, Neural something something. <laughs> but it's okay. not Neural DSP, but it's something Neural something something. But it's free software you can get. It's called NAM NAM, and it everyone reckons it's one of the best. Um, uh, capturing, profiling, whatever you want to call it, um plugins you can get at the moment.
1: Actually, I just thought of one. They need to reissue the Zach Wild signature Jim Dunlop roto vibe pedal.
2: Okay. All righty then. Nice. I think talking nice. line six, they should reissue the bean-shaped pod. That's what I reckon.
1: <laughs> I just bought a pod go. That's basically what it is. Yeah, but it's it? not Digital bean-shaped. No, no. It's a light shape. <laughs> I put it on a bean-shaped pedal board though. But it's just not the Done. same. <laughs> it's
0: not the same, Rob. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: I can take, your, take your point. Uh, uh. All
0: right, let's hit it. Bad monkey hype. Cool. Not cool. I don't care. I mean, in the world of internet, we're like about two weeks late. Like probably no one cares anymore. But nonetheless, let's hit it. Hard-hitting news. Rob, do you care?
1: Look, I watched the I watched the JHS video. I watched Gabor's video. Um, I watched a whole bunch of reaction videos to it. It was hilarious. It was it's better than a WWE, mate. It was like it was on for young and old. Everyone had an opinion, and yeah. I love the fact that when you go because I looked yesterday on Reverb because uh, I do talk about pedals and stuff to my wife sometimes. And I, she takes it in. She's good, and um, where I was like. Look, everyone listed them for eight hundred bucks, six hundred and fifty dollars. Like I was following it on reverb. When you look at the actual sales, nothing went higher than two hundred and eighty dollars and within two weeks they're all like two hundred, two fifty, two forty. So no right. one no one bought it. It was a big like blow up for nothing. And yeah. if you did if you were one of those persons or people, sorry, that uh Bought one of those at that inflated price. You are an idiot. (laughs) Can you just, um, can we give them my P.O. box and um, just send the money to me next time? And, um, but yeah, I think the reality of it was that it was really cool to watch, but it really Uh didn't eventuate into anything but maybe some people doubled their money on the pedal. Or
2: quadrupled. (laughs) I mean, they, they went for literally. Forty Nothing. bucks, you know. Yeah, I think they I
1: bought sold mine. Them at JB Hi-Fi for a while. I bought mine yeah, I ages
2: ago, <laughs> and I do have the box. <laughs> um Good. I bought mine ages ago for I think forty bucks. So you know that's yeah, yeah.
0: There you go. Um So Gabor, as you alluded to, <laughs> there there was some G, uh, JHS talk uh, on on the podcast yeah. when um, super fun, awesome happy Time, yeah, uh, such as um, which was cool, which was interesting, and then this all kind of blew up, it just so. happened straight after, yeah, because I knew it was going to happen, people, yeah. Look, the, the should, thing is, I, I, have, I have absolutely nothing against
2: JHS doing this, I have nothing against JHS. I said that in the other thing as well, yeah, yeah. I just find it so funny as soon as he goes, This is not my doing, it's like, Of course, it's your doing, you made it, <laughs> you knew this was going to happen, of course, you did. Don't pretend yeah. you didn't. Yeah. That's all. I, that's all I was saying about it. It's not that yep. he shouldn't have done it. I just said that. Of course. How can you say it wasn't? How can Josh Scott say this is not my doing? Of course, it was his doing. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, yeah. It's silly. It's this stuff is so silly. It's absolutely crazy. And I mean, it's the same with the uh, Distortion Factory, which I'm very annoyed. Uh, at Josh Scott you don't for that have one. because that's one of the few Digitech pedals I don't have and I want I always kind of went oh, I'll get it sometime because there's so many of them and are the yeah. cheap and then he did that stupid episode and now the cheapest one I could find is still 180 dollars <laughs> and okay. I don't think I want to spend 180
0: dollars on that give it give us some time it'll it'll creep down
2: yeah because well, it, it's funny every time you see it anywhere listed um, on Facebook Marketplace or, or um, yeah. Gumtree or anywhere. It always says, very highly rated by Joe Scott from
0: JHS Pedals.
1: <laughs> I know that. I, I <laughs> sorry, Matt.
0: Uh, I must admit, um, I was dumping some uh, Dan Electro pedals, not the cool ones, and uh, I did slide in some JHS links to when they were talked up. Yeah. And um, offloaded them for the 30 bucks that I was asking and that they
1: are worth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought some of the listings were pretty funny, like, you know, that people would just write, when you know you know Brett you Kingman know? <laughs> Brett, King- Brett Kingman <laughs> is brilliant
2: <listed> $800 <laughs> and yeah it's yeah,
0: that's yeah. Great. it's at the I that's
1: don't great. want to sell it price yeah. yeah well
0: here's the thing this thing's been going on for a while so of course the distortion factory was a good example that went under the radar a little or definitely lower than than the bad monkey so it's not it's not a new thing um, No. so that's kind of hopefully hopefully just just the 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 bonkers reaction just highlights that, yep, there's heaps of pedals. You can make them sound pretty cool. um, Well, and it's stop. Who cares? It's the whole thing. It's the whole thing with.
2: I mean, think back, go back. I don't know, ten years, maybe, or something like that. No one would be seen with boss pedals. They were like, No boss, that's a crap. You don't, you don't use boss." And then all of a sudden, boss boss pedals. Yeah, well, that's it. And then all of a sudden, Boss became cool again. And now there was a Craft series, and our oh, Boss stuff is really, really cool. And we all love Boss. And uh, and that's the same though with Digitech. I mean, Digitech, there were great pedals. All the, the all the hardwire stuff was great. And and uh, before that, all the the um, what is it called? The, the um, X series or whatever they're called. I, I don't even know. I've got heaps yeah, of them over there. Yeah. There were great pedals, which are the, the precursor to the to the um, hardwire stuff really yeah. good pedals made by really smart people that really know what they're doing but Digitech oh, that's cheap and crap but then it takes it takes someone like Josh Scott to go it's not my doing but he brings that brand back to a certain degree you know and and yeah yeah he I mean he's an influencer he has influence Yep.
1: And yeah. it's just chasing content at the end of the day too So I don't know, it's good
2: And so am I yeah. That's why I did my takeoff of that video With the Punky Fryer video That,
0: <laughs> that was gold, Gabor okay. I'll, I'll, We'll link that in, in the show notes yeah, 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 yeah Thank you, thank you This episode is brought to you by Fretboard Biology The comprehensive online guitar course Put together by Joe Elliott Ex-Head of Guitar at the Guitar Institute of Technology and the McNally-Smith College of Music. I was one of the beta testers for the course and can say as a music educator, I was really impressed by the logical sequence of learning. The course has also been endorsed by players such as Brett Garson and Greg Cup. For more details, check out the links in our show notes. Fender releases their Gold Foil Series, so guitars are their, their version of a Gold Foil Pickup. Cool, not cool, I don't care. Good ball. Cool. I think it's really, cool. Really cool. Uh,
2: I, I like, uh, I, I'd like to try one because I'm not sure if they're actually gold foil style no, pickups. Not. They just look they're like not. them. I think they just it's in the housing.
1: So Duesenberg yeah. did that with the Star Player Phonic. They just put the grand vintage humbucker or whatever they call, it, or their Domino P90. They just put it in a gold foil like cover.
2: Yeah. yeah. I mean, it looks cool. I think the guitars that, that, they released with that look really really cool um the colors are good uh I think some of them have bigsby's on it too, and stuff, and it looks kind of they're, they're in, an interesting range um and I think it looks cool. I think it would have been cool if they would have put actual sort of goldfall style pickups on it, not just uh in the housing because I do think they sound good a lot of people put them on fender guitars and they yeah. they do sound they have a real unique sound to them, but all up, yeah cool,
0: I thought it was good I um. Yeah, I understand they're mini humbuckers essentially, yeah. whereas a gold coil yeah. is usually a single coil. Yeah. I believe. Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: Got, um, really thin. So the, the gold foil pickups, I've got a couple of those Diamond pickups in some of my old guitars. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. really, really thin pickups. Um, so again, it's more, I mean, not like it, but more along the lines like Jazzmaster pickups are. If you think of a, um, like a single coil strat pickup, um, yeah. it's quite thin, but it goes down quite a bit. So when depth, you wind yeah. the string around it, uh, the winding is quite not as thick, but it goes down yeah. quite a bit. You know, there's sort of more horizontal, vertical space, I guess, for it. Thick. Whereas the Jazzmaster pickups and those pickups are really thin. So what they do is to, they're thin but a bit wider. So they they have the same amount of winding on it, but the winding is fatter, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. So it has it yeah, syncopate yeah. with a different sound, and they're quite loud and hi-fi sounding um, gold foils. I find.
1: Yeah. Okay. Cool, Rob. Um, I thought the Jazzmaster was cool. The other ones, I didn't. You know, I didn't think they all jazz didn't really are cool, bring right? anything like to the table. And the fact that my mini humbuckers are cool, I like Firebirds yeah. and and those sorts of things. So, what did we need it? Was it just like a oh, some sort of Reaction to, I you don't know, players seeking older kind of silver tones and those types of guitars, it, and then Fender trying to stay relevant in that market, or it's just
2: an aesthetic thing, yeah. I that's, don't, I mean, don't say always... we need,
1: I just don't think we need, I don't know, there's too much new stuff. Like, do we keep, <laughs> why do we have to keep making new stuff? There's so much old stuff out there. Go, go find a used guitar, folks. What, Sorry. What? To uh, uh, all the to all the sponsors, <laughs> Alex and Alex
2: and I were just talking about the uh, Fender Japan just released a, the the Noir series. Have you seen those? It's all oh. black Fender Japan, so it's all again Jazzmaster, okay. all the standard guitars, but all black. Yeah, oh, and yeah. um, but the the pickguard surround is sort of a bit red on the outside it has a red outline. And Alex is okay. an old, I think it's an Aria Pro by, bass, um, right. precision bass that has that same thing. Mm. Um, and I, we, we thought we were just talking about it. How cool it looks! It's it's all black. Um, it looks like a really dark fretboard as well. I think it's called a noir. But Fernandez did
1: that. Fernandez did that in the eighties, right? With the yeah. um, I forget what it was called, but it was a model of the function, um, and it was a deluxe model. And everything was black. All of the hardware, the yeah. body, the neck, the headstock was matching, and there was some red accents. Yeah, in it. So. They're just
2: bringing it back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's cool. It
1: looks cool.
0: Hey, I Jazz like- Master
1: care. Cool, Strat, Telly. Don't care. I like shiny <laughs> stuff. What
0: can I say? <laughs> I was kind of with you, Rob. I thought they looked cooler than the Jazz Master. I thought they looked a bit dorky on the others. But again, it's, it's very, very much an aesthetic thing. Because yeah. we know, yeah, mini humbuckers. Mini humbuckers on Telly? Sure. That kind of
1: mm. sounds cool. Like the Brent Mason. Right.
0: Yeah. 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 All for that. All right. Um, DOD. Here we go, Gabor take it easy d o d is back yeah. they've released the the two fifty overdrive pre sort of thing, and a bunch of other well i think they have they brought back all the stuff, so i think it's
2: so it's it's digitech is back really yeah uh, okay under courts so cord uh, court uh, or core tech yeah um uh, which is court a uh, korean yeah. company bought it um which i'm amazed that it took so long for someone to buy it i mean it's such yeah, a right I mean, a whammy pedal. I mean, that's isn't that like one of the – it would have to be one of the most iconic guitar pedals of all times, the whammy pedal. As you've said. As I've said many times. I, I I've got by. a
1: DT. I've got a DT on my board. DT, my There you go. DT. Um,
2: so as, a, DT. as far as I know, uh, again, uh, Tom Cram, who used to be uh, – him and his all his team who were sacked and then Digitech was uh, – Dispensed off by um, the previous owners, um, he, they're all back. I think, as far as I can tell. As far, I, I mean, I know Tom Cram is back in charge, mm-hmm. um, and so they're bringing back, as far as I know, all the pedals that, for now anyway, all the pedals that they used to have uh, issues off. So they do the the um, the preamp, the phaser, the envelope filter, the, the meat box, um, the subsynth synth. Um, what were the other ones? There's a few other ones whatever all the ones, the Compressor, uh, the Boost, uh, they're all coming back in a deal. They're all Mm -hmm. being already reissued again. And then all all the Digitech stuff like the Whammy, Whammy DT, Bass Whammy, the Trio, I think, is as well, that band creator pedal. And a lot of the Digitech, uh, I think, the is it um, Mosaic or something like that? The 12-string...
1: Oh makes yeah! Makes it sound like yep,
2: a twelve-string, yep. the Polaris yep. or whatever it's called, the ricochet. Reverb, Ricochet, all these—they're all coming back. RP6, um, and but that's sort of—I think now just the okay. the first wave, and I'm hoping, I'm really hoping that they will give Tom Cram a bit of sort of let him do what he does because he's really—I think he's a great um, pedal builder, pedal maker. I would put him up. You know, he's sort of a similar sort of person to someone like George Tripp's. You know, and I think they worked together for a little while too. I think, but anyway, but he's sort of someone who's quite a uh, forward-looking guy and quite, but at the same time looking at the heritage side as well. So I'm hoping I'm I'm really liking this. This is I I, two thumbs up from me, um, and I'm hoping there's going to be more new stuff, yet also more old stuff being reissued, but maybe reissued with modern features like what they did before, basically,
0: like Crossroads pedal,
2: yeah.
1: Rob, now yeah, I'm in the don't care camp with Dod. <laughs> like oh, when Rob. I was coming up, they were called, they were nicknamed Dead on Delivery oh. Dod, and um, Again, I did I'm have it.
2: Got to go and wash my hair now. I'm going. Sorry, I, I
1: did have one Dod pedal in my life, and it was called the Tuner. Yeah, it was, spelt, it was spelt T-U-N-A. Yeah, and, nice um, guitar
2: tuner. Yeah, yeah. I see what
1: they've done there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So um, no, um, yeah, sorry, I'm out on D&D.
0: Fair enough, Rob. Back to you while while you're holding the ball. Richie Sambora, talk of him rejoining Bon Jovi.
1: <sighs> so this is a this is a topic very near and dear to my heart. I am a tragic Bon Jovi fan who weeps daily at the uh, <laughs> the demise of John Bon Jovi's vocal ability. Yeah, and wow. um, <clears throat> look. <laughs> I wish them all the best. I hope that Richie's got himself together because he is as much Bon Jovi as John is. In my opinion, he's a co songwriter. He may not be on the contracts, you know, on the record contracts from day one. And, but he is as big a part of Bon Jovi as John is. And he's essential to that sound. Now I've, I, I'm all for it. If John's got his voice back and richie has got himself together, do it. Yeah. The Stones are out there still doing it um, with very few original members, but Bon Jovi, they can still do it technically with five original members. If you count mm-hmm. Huey, who was there pretty much from the start. Playing um, okay, yeah. So yeah, I, I'm, I think it's cool if it's of a standard, if it's not, uh, I'm just gonna switch off. So, yeah. But yeah. good luck, good luck to him because I love them all.
0: Nice one, Gabor.
1: Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I've already washed. I've already washed my hair. So I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I saw, I
0: saw that coming. I saw that <laughs> Yeah, no. um, yeah uh, man. If people want to play music together, great. Go go right ahead. I do dig Phil X. Phil X is great. Um, I was just about to say Phil X is great. Felix is unbelievably cool and his own like bands and stuff are, are awesome, which is which is a bit of a side issue. And
1: that'll hopefully right. free him up to explore that yeah. further. I know he's talking um, that him and Michael Anthony are going to have something to do with one another in a band. Okay. So that broke on Trunk Nation, Eddie Trunk's um, Sirius XM show. So yeah, we'll see if that eventuates. Nice, nice. All right, very good, very
0: good. Jimmy's isolated tracks. I don't know why we've not heard Jimmy's isolated tracks before. I know there's some new technology for splitting audio. I I didn't get into the weeds of that, but I just listened to the tracks and and loved them. Big thumbs up for me. Uh, Did did you guys hear these when they were released recently? I I didn't
1: hear them when they came out, but I I did (coughs) check some of them out. And, yeah, the technology... Considering the, I've read Hendrix books and watched Docos yeah. where it was recorded on two track, four track, eight track. Yeah, things were bounced. Yep. But I think mm-hmm. maybe because Hendrix is panned pretty hard, left, yeah. and the bass and drums yep. are in the other side, it probably makes it a bit easier. Well, um, yeah.
0: Unless it's unless it's swirling back and forth. Yeah, but I think what it, it showed was
1: tracks. what a like the guitar parts are song based. Like it's yes. it's. It works without the song, but it works even more within the song. And his, oh, his execution is just brilliant. I, just, I loved yeah. it. I loved listening to it and just it's so raw.
2: There's a really interesting um, – it's like a documentary kind of thing and it's uh, on – I mean, it's not Hendrix, but it's it's uh, Beatles. It's Revolver. When they it uh-huh. Revolver and it took all the original tracks and it could separate all the instruments uh, through, they yes. developed some AI technology.
0: That was the the newer technology, yeah. Yeah, and
2: they could separate all the tracks, and then it was what's his name, um, Thingy's son, who is um, Giles Martin. Giles Martin, that's it, that's him. Um, yeah. He 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 was talking about that, and he was in the studio showing that how they separated. all. so I'm guessing that's what they did with the Jimi Hendrix stuff as well. Mm-hmm. They, yeah. uh, it's amazing. I mean, te- it's crazy what they can do with technology. Some of the stuff yeah. you see now is scary, where you see like an old Harrison Ford and then you see the, the, the scene they filmed for like one of the new, I think it's maybe one of the new um, Indiana oh, Jones yeah. movies or Indiana something like Jones. that. Yep. But then you see the same scene underneath it and they he looks like the young Harrison Ford. Scary what, crazy. what that AI stuff does now. I
0: think it's very scary. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I love hearing isolated stuff in that. You, you get a sense of um, like the strings under the fingers and all that stuff. It's, yeah. it's such an intimate look. I mean, I hope it doesn't get sampled and and, and whacked on a bunch of dodgy <laughs> pop tunes or something. But with some with some hip hop beat behind oh, it. You, yo, you know, well, yo, yo. Nick,
1: Nicky, yeah. Mena- Nicky Minaj is already at, like taking purple <laughs> haze.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: all right, Extreme, Nuno. We've talked about Nuno before on this show. We, we we're all, uh, I think we're all on board. Uh, new single from, from Extreme. Have you guys heard it? Yep. Thoughts? Absolutely. <laughs> it, it reminds
2: me, and correct me if I'm wrong, it sounds like a Stone Temple Pilot song, <laughs> except for the solo. <laughs> except for the solo. <laughs> it sounds like, oh,
1: what, what's the Stone Temple Pilot? Oh, oh, um, um, I come. know, the, one of the guys did a reaction video to it and played the Stone Temple Pilot song, along with Gary's phrasing.
2: The ma- melody is very similar.
1: Yeah. And then it's got that unglued kind of vibe in the intro as well. But, but then it's the so solo, quintessentially,
2: holy moly.
1: Yeah. It's so quintessentially extreme though. Like even I heard little bits where I'm like, they could have just pulled that from um, Punchline. Like, It has very similar because obviously Nuno's mixed it and produced it. and yeah. um, So it's got that vibe about it. But... Yeah, I I, I think originally the chorus, I didn't like the chorus, but now uh, it's grown on me and I enjoy the whole song. Um, I think it's promising of what's to come and super cool that it just hit 2 million views on YouTube, I think, yesterday and, so, and, and about seven hundred thousand back, of baby. those are Rob. <laughs> Guitar is back, baby. No, I, I, you know, I've, I've listened to it a bunch of times, but yeah, no, I'm joking. I'm, I'm <laughs> joking. <laughs> it's only about twenty thousand, all right. Okay,
2: sorry. Yeah, so, I, was, I was way was yeah, uh, twenty uh, thousand of yeah, I'm
1: pumped. Yours. I'm pumped to see that so many reaction videos because I like to see what um what other people are saying about it and and see how it's moving around and it's like it's on YouTube Shorts, it's been put on Reels and everyone's talking about Nuno, Nuno, Nuno. And it's kind of like, it's his beat it, I think, because it's Nuno's greatest moments from so many other solos all culminated. But Mm. it's nothing, if you're a Nuno fan, it's nothing you haven't heard before. It's just suddenly the planets have aligned and bang, everybody's just into it.
0: So cool. Yeah. Cool.
2: Super cool. Super cool. Super cool. I'm, I'm just going to say cool. <laughs> I won't go kind of to super cool. No, I thought I, I quite like the song. Like I said, it, it reminded me a little bit, not saying that it was a ripoff of a Stone Temple Pilots song, it reminded me a little bit of a Stone Temple Pilots song, which is good because I like Stone Temple Pilots. And, yeah, what a great solo. It even made me watch a Rick Beato video. <laughs> wow. Beato. 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 Uh, it even made me watch a Rick Beato video. The, his reaction, or like the, you know, where he went through the solo and stuff video. I kind of, I had some spare time and I watched it. But, yeah, I, th- I think it's cool. It'd be interesting to hear the album. Looking
0: forward to hearing your yeah. whole album. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, I think the Rihanna, you know, tying obviously is maybe bumped up. Um, the exposure a bit too Which is kind of cool yeah. Like people were talking about There's a guitar player At the Super Bowl You know
1: The one and a half seconds He got on air Well, yeah. Oh guys, uh, guys Rihanna's yeah. guitar
2: player Started this other band You shouldn't have listened listen to that <laughs> 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 It's a spin off
1: oh, I can't wait for the album I've already pre-ordered the vinyl From my uh, local record store Howl and Moan At uh, Byron Bay Shout out to Mario uh, Yeah Mario Awesome Nice Nice. Well, fellas, thanks for joining
0: me for cool, not cool. I don't know this. This this show needs a better name. I know it needs a better name, but uh, and it needs a jingle. Hitting, it's a hard hitting issues, and it needs a jingle. We <laughs> will work on that. Hey, before we <laughs> sign off, here's the survey questions. This is what the uh the the thousands of people around the world said. Marshall reissues nineties pedals. Fifty five percent cool, nine percent not cool, thirty six percent don't care. Losers. Uh, Nuno. <laughs> <laughs> Nuno Extreme new music seventy four percent cool twenty six percent I don't care zero percent not cool
1: ah oh, that tells you everything it, especially <laughs> it does. especially in this I'm day, not sure what this, but it does this day in the internet for someone not one person to say not cool that's a win
0: that is a win that is a win uh, likewise Dod is back seventy five percent cool zero percent not cool yes twenty five percent I don't care you five percent people. Look in the mirror. Look at yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> you should be
2: ashamed of yourselves. Which <laughs> is <That's> me. <laughs> yeah, you Sam should be ashamed back. of yourself,
0: Rob. <laughs> any guesses on this one? Oh, any, I reckon any, Don't uh, Care is going to be the big winner. Yeah. 52% think it's really cool. Well, cool. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. 48% don't care. That's 0% a, are against the idea, which uh, is something. That's great.
2: I mean, why would you ben be against
0: gold. it? Why would you be against <laughs> it, really? I mean... No, Richie! Don't do it,
2: Richie! You've got don't a, very do it, man. Base, a very good
0: listener
1: base, Matt. Very good listener base there.
0: <laughs> it could be just you guys doing these. I don't know. Uh, Fender Gold Foil Series, cool 71%. Not cool, 21%. This was the most controversial one. I don't care, 8%. Uh, isolated Jimmy Tracks, 81% cool, 19% I don't care. Uh, bad Monkey Hype, this was, uh, this was quite split 22% cool, 30%. Not cool. 48%. I don't care. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. The, All right, fellas. The hard truth. <laughs> thanks was, for joining. That was a short one. next time.
1: Like it. See ya. Bye.
0: All right. All right. My thanks to Rob and Gabor, my co-hosts. Thanks to Fredboard Biology, sponsors of the show. Thanks to Michael Schenker, who once told us,
1: Keep on rolling. Keep on rocking.
0: And, of course, thanks to you for tuning in. I'll catch you next time. Bye now.